Welcome to Strategy of the Commons, where we ask, are we capable of living sustainably? And if so, what's stopping us? My name's Nikki Rinaldi, and let's get into this. As promised, this episode will be about the psychology of climate change denial. So, according to Psychology Today, denial is a type of primitive defense mechanism which basically means that when we're faced with something that's too big and too scary to handle psychologically, we may just shut it out as a way to protect ourselves. This may be so that we're able to deal with more immediate issues without being overcome with anxiety about something that we as individuals may not be able to act upon. Therefore, climate change, a global issue with life-changing implications and multi-generational repercussions, would undoubtedly be such an issue that might trigger a denial response in the mind. Obviously, though, we don't all just shut out the idea of climate change, since there are so many people who are able to recognize that this is an issue, and many of these people are even taking action against it. So, what might make a person more likely to deny climate change? To find the answer to this question, I read several papers with similar findings, but looked primarily at a paper called Meta-Analyzing the Association Between Social Dominance Orientation, Authoritarianism, and Attitudes on the Environment and Climate Change by S.K. Stanley and M.S. Wilson. This research found that there is evidence that certain types of people are more likely to deny climate change and downplay the impacts of environmental issues more broadly. These people disproportionately value authoritarian social systems and conforming to traditional norms, They feel that dominant groups in society are dominant because they are better. This means that some people may be predisposed to denying climate change because of their upbringing or personal beliefs. There is also the issue of confirmation bias, which is the tendency to believe information that reinforces your pre-existing beliefs, which means that people who may already disbelieve climate change may then be more likely to accept information that they feel confirms their position. So what can we do to try to change people's minds? First, to address denial, Psychology Today recommends presenting negative environmental and climate change-related information paired with small, achievable things that can be done on the individual level to help. Knowing that there is something that one can do to affect change can keep them from shutting out the information altogether. Next, although there might not be anything that can directly be done to stop people from being prone to climate denial, Posing the argument for action in a way that fits their values can help. This means focusing on how taking action will benefit everyone, including them, and telling them that climate action will not affect existing social structures and hierarchies would also make them more likely to accept this course of action. This is kind of interesting because, like many other people, I'm sure, I read about the UN's Philip Alliston statement that climate change will likely result in an apartheid society where the rich are able to pay to avoid the heat, while the rest of the world suffers. I wonder what people with this sort of worldview would think about that article. And finally, to be sure that you aren't just accepting information that reinforces your existing beliefs, you should get your news and climate information from a variety of sources across the political spectrum, as well as international sources if possible, so you can get well-rounded views of these issues. When it comes to issues like climate change that also have a ton of data and scientific papers and reports published on the subject, it's also possible to check your beliefs against the scientific consensus. The IPCC reports are a great place to look for this information because they include really great summaries of the issues that also include a scale that shows the level of confidence the scientific community has in statements related to climate change.
So that brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for stopping by. Next week, I'll be talking about discounting future costs in the context of environmental sustainability. If you have any questions or comments, you can always message me on the Strategy of the Commons Facebook page or at strategyofthecommons at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you.